a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. There lived a humble family, religious through and through. Guys, please, that's copyright. Oh shit, yeah. Well, that was about 10 seconds. <laughs> hey guys, Alex here from Capacity Geek, and I'm joined as always with Bobby and Walter. Say hey guys. Hey everybody. Hey And uh, boys, if we didn't just give away what we're doing uh, in our little intro sound slash sound test, which was very early season um, stuff, because I noticed in season three we would just put in our sound test as the opening to the to the show, instead of, you know, me coming up with an intro for it. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, today we are doing Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Uh, our second, or, well, second Jack Black movie for the season, uh, after Nacho Libre last week, and our third Jack Black film overall. Are we just going to become a Jack Black podcast? No, you know, no, no, this is just the first of a couple chapters going over the Jack Black cinemated, uh, Cinemated, cinematic universe. Right. <laughs> the, Jack the, the Jack Black cinematic universe. The JBCU. The JBCU. Uh, I, I do want to say that uh, how many more Jack Black movies are we going to be willing to do? Because I not, don't want to do Jumanji. I don't want to do any more. Midway, maybe Tropic Thunder. Or School of Rock. School of Rock is definitely a valid I would. The, uh, I would be willing I, I, to I, do both of them. Listen, the, if I had to sit the, through Gulliver's Travels... <laughs> huh? What do you say? I was saying... Uh, Skull of Rock is definitely a valid part of the JBCU. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Um, at one point, w- at what point would we get our wires crossed and we would end up doing uh, Land of the Lost? Oh no! Oh, I mean, it's either that or Gulliver's Travels. Bobby, oh, that was that, no. that was a visceral just groan because you realized we'd have to cover one of your least favorite people, Will Ferrell. You see, you see. I don't really have anything against Will Ferrell. I just don't think he's funny at all. I really, yeah. I mean, there. I I feel like there's some funny Will Ferrell movies. Give Give me one of your funny Will Ferrell. Talladega movies. Nights. Anch- Anchorman. Step Brothers. No, Anchorman. No. One and two. An- Anchorman's no. one of the greatest comedies of like of modern times. Yeah. Listen, you get to a point in in your life where you've seen it like three too many times. What about Zoolander? Little, not a fan of Zoolander. Not a fan of Ben, uh, of, uh, ben Stiller. Lego Movie. Lego Movie's fine. Oh, I love Lego. the Lego Movie. He's, so that's the only the only one. He is solid in Lego Movie. He's in the Lego Movie for like. No, never he's mind, the voice never of mind, the bad guy. <laughs> he's physically in the Lego Movie for like two minutes. I mean, nobody was actually physically in the Lego Movie. The Lego Movie is also a, uh, Lego Movie. Yeah, I, I mean, never saw the second. It was okay. I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it is on HBO Max. I, I saw it. It was it was okay. It does have my girl Maya Rudolph in there. You have anything bad to say about Maya Rudolph, you unhearted bastard? <laughs> no, I don't know enough about Maya Rudolph to have an opinion on Maya Rudolph. <sighs> Do you know Minnie Ripperton? Nope. Well, that's her mom. Uh, Good to I've... know. Good to know. You know what movie we should watch? What? Inherent Vice. I don't know. I'd be okay with that. I don't know if I want to do it for the show because it's like a three-hour movie. Oh, jeez! But like, if we just sit down and watch Inherent Vice and like that ten-minute-long scene where that chick has her fucking tit out <laughs> for ten minutes, just she's mon- she she has a monologue for ten minutes and she's just shirtless the whole time, and you're just you're looking at her boob the entire time. Hey, it's Alex, weird. That's what you're into. I'm, I'm not I'm into all that. For it. I'm all for it. Uh 
But three hours. It's 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 almost like we might be watching something longer than that soon. Oh God! What did what did we say? Snyder cut is four hours and two four minutes. Four hours. That is definitely going to be. Boy, let me think of everything else I could do with my life that would be better than watching that. Well, okay, but Bobby, gonna... would you want to do those things? Um, let's see. Let's see. I could drive for DoorDash. Okay. And make like seventy-five bucks. Okay. Okay. But you get to spend time with your friends while we watch the Snyder I cut. I spend time with my friends every fucking week. Yeah. I could be making seventy-five. You live with on one. Uh, he lives with one of his friends. <laughs> seventy-five dollars or four hours of my life wasted watching a DC movie. Bobby, we have to do it for the show. We need it for content. Yes, that's great and all, but seventy-five dollars. I, I did offer to make it a commentary. Seventy-five dollars. I, I don't think that. No, that I don't. Would be a good idea. Uh, that would not be a good idea for a fucking commentary. Uh, yeah, but enough about Snyder Cut for now. Uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Now, what are you guys' experiences with this movie? Because I feel like it's been a while, but I was definitely the newbie on this episode. Yeah, I had seen it once. I had seen it like three times really because it seemed like both of you were very well versed in a let lot of the you, thing let me tell you it's not hard to be well versed as long as you own the soundtrack on cd yeah i yeah uh, but even like the fucking thing where it's like uh come uh, or what's the what is the chant that he says to satan from once you came you, you shall, shall remain, remain until, until you, you are complete, complete again. again that's Which, for, uh, that's in Biel's boss it's okay. literally on the soundtrack. Uh, all right. So you guys are more more equated to the soundtrack oh, yeah. of this movie then. I mean, oh, yeah. the soundtrack is the movie. Yeah, that, that's fair. The soundtrack fucking slaps. Is this a musical? Uh, yes. Essentially. 100% yeah. it's a musical. Does that mean we have to cover a very similar film, Rock of Ages? Uh, we could do School of Rock instead. Could we do Rock of Ages? I've heard it's not good. We could do School of Rock instead. Doesn't Rock of Ages have Tom Cruise in it? We could do School of Rock instead. Uh, why don't we split the difference and we will do, um, what's that fucking... We have to cover the JBCU, Alex. What's that terrible Topher Grace movie? There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 there is a lot of those. Spider-Man 3? Uh, not a good actor. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to pick them. He was good in that 70s show. He wasn't the... He wasn't what you turned to that seventy show to watch. No, so, so that here's was... the thing about Topher Grace and that seventy show. That was Deborah Jo Rupp. He didn't yeah. even want to be a part of that seventy no, show. No, we don't talk ended, about Danny Basterson anymore. When, when, oh yeah, that's right. When, when the show ended, he he outright refused to go to the rap party. Yeah, that's how much he didn't give a shit about the show. Also, yeah, Kelso ended up being the star of that show. Oh, oh yeah. Ashton Kutcher Ashton is probably. Yeah, and, and and he's also a wonderful human. Ashton being. Kutcher was the Jennifer Aniston of that show. Yeah. He and he is a wonderful human being. Yeah, he is the one who's had the most. Well, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis made it out of that show all right. Yeah, uh, I mean Wilmer Valhammer, uh, whatever Wilmer the fuck. Valderrama. He was Valhalla doing good Valhalla. for a while. He I mean, was in. He, he was in stuff. I think he like did a season of uh, one of the CSIs at least. Or oh, he, he was on a NCIS preschool show, maybe. Handy Manny. What's What's he had like his own like kids show. What's her uh, name? The one who played Donna, Deborah Jorup. Yeah. No, not. No, no. Um, uh, Lauren mm, Pepperon. Yeah, she's done yeah. okay for herself. 
I literally have not heard of her since the fucking that 70s show oh, she was oh wait in, orange she was is the new black. black okay yeah all right for like the three seasons of that i watched before i was like wow this is fucking dull at this point the three seasons you watched you know my parents were trying to get into that show um they were watching the pilot and uh my parents they usually watch tv in the living room because they don't have a tv in their bedroom right what uh, you're saying is titty came up in the kitchen. no the scene in the shower in the first episode exactly. oh titty no no there, there was more things that came up there was a lot of um for lack of a better term carpet munching that occurred in front yeah. of the kids Oh God! Oh yes. Luckily, but, none of the kids were watching. But I, I literally told them when I saw uh, that they were starting to watch Orange Is the New Black. I'm like, you shouldn't be watching this show in front of the kids. They're like, why? And then I'm like, you'll see. And then immediately, <laughs> it, I, the first three seasons were good. Yeah, but like, you, you were literally just set up for the shower scenes. No, I wasn't. You say that? He lives next to you. He he knows what you do. But yeah, it, that show just got boring. Right, right. Um, okay, so Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Yes. It is basically like the origin story slash um, main, uh, just the film of the band Tenacious D, which is a comedy band started by Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Yes. Um, I think we said last week that they are more of a comedy duo than they are actual, like, Musicians, even though they are both very talented musicians, they, they are very talented musicians. Both of them, KB and JB and J, K, KG. KG, KG and JB. JB. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Black's a really good vocalist. Oh yeah, Jack Black is Jack Black. Like, didn't he even sing in Bernie? Oh yeah, that was all him and Bernie. Yeah, but yeah, like they. they oh, you know what Jack Black movie we could cover? What the Muppets? Another part of the, the uh, 20... JBCU. The 2011. Yeah. He's in The Muppets. He was Animal's, uh, he was his sponsor. Yeah. Uh, at yeah, Anger Aggression. Right. God, it's been so long since I've seen that one. But yeah. it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, let's not do King Kong, though. You know. Even though it looks gorgeous on well, my heard... on my TV. I, I watched it the other uh, I heard couple weeks ago. It's good. It's just so, like, it's long as fuck. I do have, like, shower thoughts, and I, uh, like, the, the concept of a JBCU came to me, and, So, uh, what are you saying? Are you saying that Jack Black is playing the, is the same person? He just goes through space and time, like no, Doctor it, Who going through It depends <laughs> on the movie, even though, yes, that is a very good concept to, uh... To add to my thesis, are you are you saying that the character from Tenacious D, who is Jack Black, is also playing is also in um, School of Rock? Are they the same person? Yes, they are. They, they are, are the same person. They are absolutely the same. Okay, person. what about the Jack Black and Shallow Hal? Yes, yes. Okay, but Ignacio slash Nacho is not the same person. No, oh, not the same person at all. But what you're saying is that the Jack Black is the Lutheran minister. That got with the uh, no wait no 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 never mind okay I was gonna say because uh, from Nacho Libre uh, the father was a Mexican monk and the mother was a Lutheran priest or uh, uh, preacher right. right so it wouldn't be what I was saying is that the Jack Black from Tenacious D and what the fuck are we doing <laughs> we're, we're establishing. A brand new cinematic universe. We're not establishing <laughs> shit, Bobby. You're just talking out of your ass. What I'm saying is, 
what I was trying to say before you went off on your tangent about like, oh, well, is this Jack Black the same as this Jack Black? What I was trying to say is uh, King Kong would be like the last Jack Black movie I'd like to do for the cast. It's just too long. Uh, it would be a Snyder Cut treatment. We watch it one day and then record the yeah. next. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'd be down to do it. Like, a, uh, it was a good, it was a good uh, puzzle building movie to have in the background. You just, you know, put it in and then you build a puzzle. That's what I did. But uh, are we going to talk about the video game based on that movie? That video game was a solid video game. For licensed games, yeah. Yeah. Licensed games are usually shit. Hell yeah. But fun shit. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, I've okay, heard, okay, yeah. I, I've, I've heard, heard that I game is... That from a I've heard that game out. is, like, actually... Didn't you get Fallout 3 instead? Yes, it was a way better decision. Yeah, I've heard uh, the X-Men Origins game is actually better it, it, than the movie. It is fan-fucking-tastic, I will tell you that. Especially the Xbox 360 uncut version where you just get all the blood and shit. Yeah, I heard it plays a lot like God of War. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh, really, until that last game they had, the X-Men have had a pretty good track record of video games. Destiny? I said until that last one. Oh, is that the last one? That better be the last I'm one. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I mean, so X-Men like, Legend... What? Like, Destiny was actually a solid idea. It was a great idea. It just Awful like, execution. Exactly. Like, That's Marvel for you, though. Like, that was always... Like, when I heard about that, I was like, you get to create your own mutant? Like, what? Do you get to level up the powers and shit? And do you get I, to do none of that? <laughs> do you get to do none of that? And it's a really bad game? You get to really play as a character combat? named Destiny? You can just pick if it's a guy or a girl? Yep. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. And it's not even like X-Men Legends, is it? No. What is, what is Raven Software doing these days? Uh, making Call of Duty. Really? Pretty much. Yeah. Oof. Um, I would love to see Marvel license uh, the X-Men out to, uh, I'd say Bioware, but that would involve EA. Yeah. But, like, like a reliable RPG studio to do an X-Men game. Where, like, you create your mutant, you, like, have, uh, like, certain power trees, like, you can select three and then you maybe unlock another one later huh. and you just go you're leveling up your powers you do all this fun shit and i would even put in a choice like mid-game uh-huh. to where you can either side with the x-men or the brotherhood or the brotherhood but enough about marvel this is about the jbcu no, it's not. Bobby, I'm going to strangle you on the podcast. Uh, so Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, uh, it opens up with, you know, a long-ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. There lived a humble family. Religious through and through. Yes. But yay, there was a black sheep but, and he knew just what to do. His name was Young JP and he refused to step in line. A vision he did see of fucking rocking all the time. He wrote a tasty jam and all the planets did align. And then he sang the song. Well, the dragon's balls ablaze in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about slicing cockles. 
shiny blade and what you're going to do in the party zone. <laughs> the different shooting and sucking and licking. And his father played by Meatloaf. Yes, father played by Meatloaf. Who will do anything for love. And a paycheck, apparently. <laughs> I mean, uh, have, have you seen what Meatloaf's been in? Uh, a bunch of uh, Uwe Boll movies. Oh, no. Not Uwe Boll. Are we going to do some Uwe Boll movies for the show? Yeah, we could. We also could not. We, we could, uh, like, uh, on Anthony Bourdain's birthday, do Far Cry the movie. Is he, he in that? that. He, he, he had a cameo. He got killed. Oof. <laughs> or we could do Blood Rain. Blood Rain. How about no? Yeah. How about how about no? I was hoping I was hoping that that would be the answer. No. Can we not? Of Louis DeJoy eventually getting thrown out of the post office. Oof. Um. No. 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 That just reminds me of a Simpsons episode I just watched. Uh. Where. Um, where. Um, what was it? Oh, it was at the post office or whatever. They took they took a field trip to the post office, and uh, Nelson talked to the uh, asked the guy uh, who was giving the tour, um, what what do they do if uh, one of the postal workers comes in toting a gun? And he was like, "Oh, that doesn't really happen anymore. The thing of the disgruntled postal worker is the thing of the past." And then Principal Skinner's like, "Yeah, good thing I work at a elementary school." Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, they get, they go there sometimes, to be honest. But uh, I'm, I'm sure, sure the idea was pitched for Skinner to shoot up the school. <laughs> Did he have Cosmo and Wanda with him turning into guns? <laughs> God damn it. Hey, Walter, just remember, every time you mention a school shooting... We're going to look at you a little, a little differently, white man. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, uh, you know, best way to put it, JB, we see the kid who, same kid as Nacho Libre. Yep. Which actually might add a little bit to your theory. See, I'm telling you. Could, could this, it's a real thing. Hold on, hold on. Is it a JBCU or a JB? You're trying to remember the kid's name, aren't you? No, JBC... M.U. A Jack Black Cinematic Multiverse Universe. Or you could just call it a Jack Black Cinematic Multiverse. Okay, I, 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 abbreviations are not my strong suit. But what I'm saying is that, if you think about it, JB and Inacio were kids that grew up not really fitting in to the societal norms of their living situation from religious backgrounds both craving two different uh, types of hobbies wrestling and music both performance arts Bo- both performance arts yes and both frowned upon by their father figures oh what I'm saying is that it's a branch timeline if JB was born in Missouri <laughs> Kickapoo Missouri but if Ignacio was born in Oaxaca Mexico they both live the same life. Bobby, you started this. No. And they both 
eventually met up with a vagrant that didn't have any money and viewed life differently from them. And they both... They, they both sought out on a quest to receive mystical powers that they heard of, the Pick of Destiny, and the eagle eggs from the side of the cliff in Nacho Libre, which we didn't mention last week. Are these week, the so. same fucking movie? They're not the same movie. It's a branch timeline. Good it's a branch God. multiverse. Good God. And then at the end, despite all odds, they managed to defeat the biggest bad of the movie, Satan or Ramses. Good lord. You could almost say that, uh, that, um, you know, against all odds, infiltrate, storm the gate. It's past January 6th, Bobby. You can't, you can't say shit like that anymore. Fair, fair. Very fair. All right, so, how about we not get into my little tangent about how these movies are essentially the same? Yeah. Um, Ronnie James Dio makes a cameo. Yeah, Dio. He made a cameo. We miss you, Dio. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, so in the studio today, Walter has managed to eat an entire box of wheat thins. They had been owned previously. They were at... Okay, Bobby. Okay. I'm sorry for your loss, Bobby. Thank you. I can't eat any of this, so. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. It is a very personal problem, but also, fuck you. I'm good, thanks. All right, so JB leaves his home and heads for Hollywood, as uh, Dio instructs him to do. He didn't know which Hollywood. He didn't know which Hollywood, which, I mean, you could peg that as, uh, you know, just his religious family. Right. Or you could just say that he's kind of a dumb kid. Obviously, it's Hollywood, California. Not Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Virginia. Yeah, just the different Hollywoods. And it t- we we mentioned this. It took him like 10 to 15 years to find Hollywood, California. You would think after the first wrong Hollywood, you would, uh, you know. Someone would have told him. Yeah. Yeah, you, you really would think. You really would think. But I guess he didn't, he didn't know. But he meets Kyle Gass, uh, who... You know, is a street performer, but he lies to JB, and he tells him that, you know, oh, I live this really good rock star life, which is an obvious lie. I mean, he's living out in a motel. Right. I have another theory. What? Maybe it didn't take him that long to go throughout all the Hollywoods. What do you think? Maybe he has that same disease that Jack and Jack, and that Robin Williams movie Jack had. And he's just rapidly aging, and he's literally still a kid. Are you saying that Jack Black is Andy Milanakis? Yes. But in reverse? Yes. That's not what he's saying at all, Bobby. Well, I mean, he just admitted to saying it. So well, he, like, he, he had that, that whole thing where he ages rapidly and he looks much older than he is. Well, like, I'm sorry, boys, I didn't tell you this, but please welcome our special guest to the show today, Andy Milanakis. <laughs> oh, boy, he's going to shank me for some Nicorette gum. I can't wait. Call me a bee head. head. Trees on my head, but don't call me a tree head. Lees on my head, but don't call me a lee head. And this is my apple. His name is Fred. <laughs> I hate myself. 
<laughs> How was that show successful? How was it not successful? It was not very successful. Have you seen Andy Milanakis' life currently? No. No, no one has. He looks like a grandmother and he streams on Twitch. <laughs> he does a lot of gambling and he... Uh, he had been kicked out of a CVS pharmacy trying to buy some Nicorette gum because they thought he was 13. <laughs> Even though he looks like a grandmother. He literally looks like a grandmother. Andy Milanakis, I feel, is a failed clone of Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you told me they were the exact same height, I would believe it. Danny DeVito's like, what, four foot eight? Let me, let me see how tall Andy Malinakis is. I'm going to look up Danny DeVito's height. Oh, jeez. Is Jack Black tall? He's, he seems like a short man. I don't know. I'll look that up after. Oh, uh, Andy Malinakis is 5'6". He's 4'10". Oh, he's our also height. 45. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, looks like he's 15. he gives off short guy energy. Five six. Jack Black and Andy Milanakis are the same height. Jack what Black the fuck? Jack and Andy Milanakis are the same people. They, they are not. I I mean. What if Andy Milanakis was just a failed clone of Jack Black? How does Jack Black weigh two hundred and nine pounds? That that has to be a lie. That is definitely a lie. That man looks very fat, and he's he's our height. He's Bobby and I's height. Um, it should be worth knowing, noting that uh, Andy Milanakis has 540,000 subs on YouTube. Is he gonna? Is he gonna put up? Is he gonna put up streams of his show? Because I, I haven't been able to see the Andy Milanakis show in years. Not without trying. I've been looking at all all, all the places it would be, but it is not streaming anywhere. No. He uh. He uh. Was featured on a uh, Gucci Mane and Cheap Keef track <laughs> back in 2015 when Gucci Mane and Cheap Keef were still relevant. Were they relevant back then? I don't know. But in 2014, he was on a Dirt Nasty and Riff Raff track back when they were still relevant and Riff Raff was doing Molly on stage at Warp Tour. We're just going to let that word, uh, we're just going to let yeah. that, that that sentence hang out in the atmosphere for a little bit. Anyway, back, back to the movie. Back to the movie, yeah. Um, so they hear from producer of this movie, Ben Stiller. One thing you got to give Ben Stiller, he brought you this movie, Bobby. He's still not a funny man. He could be a great producer, but he's not a funny man. Okay, I mean... There's some there there are definitely some funny Ben Stiller movies. Yeah. Meet the Parents. Yeah, that one was okay. Next. Um Meet the Fockers. That one was okay. Next. Little Fockers. Again, next. Okay. Um the Madagascar movies. Yes. Those ones were okay. Next. God damn it. You dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Next. What does that mean? Is Are you admitting that dodgeball is funny? I mean, it's been like half a decade since I've actually paid attention to the movie. It's a Vince Vaughn movie. Exactly. Vince Vaughn's great. Vince Vaughn made that movie. Should we do dodgeball for the show? No, no. I want to punish him a little more. He thinks Vince Vaughn is great, but he won't throw a ball in the Ben Stiller. Yeah. Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum. Good trilogy. Next. There we go. Oh, no, he did admit. He did admit. So you can admit that Ben Stiller has more 
good films than Will Ferrell does. A trilogy. A good trilogy. Uh, the Madagascar movies are pretty good. Uh, I mean, I'd have to actually like watch them and pay attention to them. The third one is pretty good. We've got Francis McDermott in there. I think I've only seen one or two of them. Uh, what about, well, I mean, it's not a Ben Stiller movie, but he was pretty good in Happy Gilmore. So, so, so you see, you see, uh, the Happy Madison movies, not huge on them, not huge on them. Not, not even, even like ha- Happy Gilmore? out of Adam Sandler's Happy, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Big Daddy, those are the three. Oh, oh Billy Madison is so good. Yeah, yeah, it is. <sighs> Chris, Chris Farley, Farley, even though he's, he's only in that movie, movie for like 10, ten minutes, minutes, is amazing. I thought he was like his sidekick in that movie. No, no he's, he's he's only in for... Oh, he's like the bus driver, right? Yeah, he's, he's the bus, bus driver. driver. And then that scene where like he's doing the... Uh, where, like he's doing the... Um, like the the quiz or whatever, and like the teachers doing the strip tease. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn is one hot piece of ace. You okay, Bobby? Um, and then Norm, Norm McDonald's also, also in that movie. Oh, Norm McDonald is Norm great. Norm McDonald is a treasure. Bobby, are you okay? Can we go back to the JBCU? Oh my god, I fucking hate you. Um, I can only take so much Adam Sandler talk before I go on. I go off on a tangent about how I was like hyped for Uncut Gems. Okay, that is not our fault. That is not our fault. You knew what you were expecting when Adam Sandler was going to do a fucking drama. He's been good in dramas before. TBF. I mean, Punch Drunk Love. It's the same thing with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's like good in dramas. That Don Cheadle movie where he was 9-11. And then, uh, but we, the training sequences we didn't talk about. In Nacho Libre? No, the, uh, the where KG uh, is doing all oh, the bullshit training. Right, the cock push-up. And the power slide. Yeah, uh, which he power slid into glass? Yeah, he that, was that was later. later. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it was... That was, that was during, during the, gig the gig simulator. Oh, the gig simulator. I love I love how he, it's literally just Kyle playing with, like, a fucking recorder or whatever. But, like, at the end he's like, shut it off, shut it off, like it's the fucking danger room. Popper <laughs> slid into fucking Ooh, that was not pretty. And then he fell on his guitar. Poor guy. He had that, that was, like, his only possession for, like, years. Yep. So, so I, I, I have, have something, something to bring, bring up. up. What's up? Do you think his parents ever went looking for him? I'm... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You see, it was a Christian uh, household circa whenever the fuck Jack Black was born in this, in this continuity. I would say in this continuity, I would imagine it being early 80s. Yeah, yeah that sounds... Or, no, maybe late late 80s is probably when he left... Because I would imagine this movie, what, 2006? Yeah. So let's place him leaving at about 1991. He was maybe born in 1971. So that would place him at about um, about 25 years old. 
Yeah, you know, the, the, if we go back to the to the theory on how long it would have taken him. if he was born in 71, he would have left in 81. Because he was in 10. Oh, okay, yeah, no. If he left at 81, he would leave in 91, and then he would make it to Hollywood at about 2006. So let's give him, like, 15 years. Okay. Yeah, 15 years of on the run. Because, yeah, that looked like a 10-year-old boy. Or whatever. But, um... Yeah, we find out that Kyle Gass has been bald at birth... You know, he just never grew hair on top. That that would have to be the most tragic thing. It would. You say that, Walter. There, there are much more tragic things in life. There are plenty of tragic uh, tragic things. I mean, look at Bobby's hairline. Hey, Alex. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> you okay, Mister? Oh, I'm gay, so I age backwards. You have a couple grays there, bud. And only got a couple grays. And. My hairline is still fine, and I'm going to end up looking like a silver fox, you bitch. Anyway, anyway, back to the movie. Hey, Walter, look at your hairline. I didn't say anything. You know what? At least I can, I can, cover, uh, I can cover up my gray hairs with my average size hands. Hey, Alex. I'm 27 years old, and I actually take pride in all the grays that I get in my beard. Thank you very much. Hey, Bobby. I'm 25 years old and I have average size hands. Hey, Alex. <laughs> Nobody cares about your hands, fucko. I, I think a few people care about my hands, Bobby. So JB finds out that KG is not what he seems and, you know, they come to a realization that, you know, things are kind of fucked. They need to work together as a band. Um... After it's shown that uh, KG had bought JB a new a new guitar. guitar, and they come up with the name Tenacious D, which is a combination of their two ass tattoos, Tanakh, and uh, no, it was birthmarks. Bir- birthmarks, yes. <laughs> or you mean I have a birthmark? It's been on me since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Tanakh and uh, Shisty <laughs> or ESD. And uh, it forms the band Tenacious D, uh, which is kind of weird when we think about it, the open mic night scene, the first one, yeah, where the the MC is played by Paul F. Tompkins. Yep. And later in the movie, spoiler alert, he turns into Satan. Um, Who's actually uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah, why not just have Dave Grohl play the MC? Why, why get Paul F. Tompkins Dave there? Dave Grohl is a, uh, he's a very, very busy man. Uh, he's, uh, he's got uh, Foo Fighters. And I think at this time, wasn't he still working with uh, Queens of the Stone Age? He might have been. I I don't know Dave Grohl's type. All I know is that uh, he occasionally puts out music. I feel like Dave Grohl is a lot less busy than what you think he is. You say that. You say that. What if I say I'm just like the other? Walter, shut up. Okay. What, you think I'm going to defend you? No, shut up. No, I wasn't ju- I was waiting for someone to continue the the damn conversation. Right, okay, so they want to get better, and without actually, like, practicing or training or, like, actually writing good songs, they uh, realize that a bunch of rock stars, like, I think they had Mick Jagger, who did they have on the 
It was uh, Van Halen, ACDC, ACDC. Kiss. Yeah, Angus Young was there. Yeah, just basically all the greatest of rock and roll all yeah. have the same guitar pick, and they learn from you know friend of the show Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben Stiller will never listen to this podcast. I hope not. You were very mean to him earlier. We're just gonna he get a. Tr- we're just gonna. We're gonna get a letter from Ben Stiller's lawyers. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's called the uh, the right to freedom of speech, the right to have an opinion. I think. I think the only opinions that we don't agree with in this room are Walters, because they're not that great. Yeah. No offense, Walter. We just don't think very highly of you. I don't think very highly of myself. It's fine. Well, Walter, that's your own opinion. That might be the only right opinion you've ever had. So Ben Stiller tells them about a story of a powerful wizard that summoned (sighs) Satan and um, was about to get killed by him, but a blacksmith uh, broke a tooth off of Satan and the wizard put a spell on him saying that as long as you're not complete, you may not return to Earth, which kind of... uh, how is he Paul F. Tompkins, then? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever been explained. I don't know if it can be explained. Oh, we don't ask questions. This is, this is the part where we just establish another theory to the, uh, JBCU. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Paul F. Tompkins and Dave Grohl, have you ever seen them both in the same room? No. Exactly, they're both the same person. My God! Are you, are you saying that... Dave Grohl voiced Mr. Peanut Butter on uh, BoJack Horseman. Oh, you know he did. He also voiced like all, like you know several of my favorite guest spots on the podcast. Welcome to Nightvale. I feel like you just think very highly of Dave Grohl. I mean, I also think very highly of Paul F. Tompkins. But once again, have we seen either of them in the same room? Maybe. I don't. I. I, I don't. So, I choose so, not so, to question your logic, but that's not because I'm agreeing with you. So, so here's the thing, though. Me personally, I, I think Dave Grohl would, would probably think that he's too cool to hang out with the likes of Paul F. Tompkins. You, you see where I'm going? Therefore, they must both be the same person, at least in the JBCU. I feel like Dave Grohl isn't as mean as you think he is. Oh well, obviously he's not. He's a sweetheart, but I just don't think. He would hang out with Paul Tompkins. Bobby, Bobby, you're giving me a fucking headache. Good, bitch. And to think this is the most active he's been on a podcast since season one. You see, here, here's the thing. I've had 400 milligrams of caffeine before I came here because I have long Oh, my name is Bobby. I have certain amounts of caffeine and that impedes me from fucking doing the podcast that I know I have to do every fucking week. Hey, Alex. Huh? Stop being a dick. Okay, so they go on a road trip after stealing, after uh, taking their neighbor's car that they use for their job. Friend and biggest fan. Yes. A pizza guy. Who doubles as a driving instructor. Which, I mean, you guys said that might be a really good idea, but I don't don't think so. I think... the insurance on that company would be uh, would be uh, through mm-hmm. the roof. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they head to the Rock and Roll Museum in Sacramento. Or, in Sacramento, right? 
Uh, you know, why wouldn't they go to the one in Columbus, Ohio? But, okay. Because Sacramento's closer? Right. To steal back the pick of Destiny, uh, to steal the pick of Destiny, and to become true rockers. And, uh, you know, it's a very short movie. It's an hour and a half long movie. Yeah. And, uh, at this point, uh, they end up separated because, uh, KG goes trying, chasing some, uh, college girl tale. Right. And I was 100% convinced, uh, when he was talking to the, to the girls that they were just using him for, like, a pig party. But that ended up not being a case. They were actually more genuine than I thought. So there goes my prejudices. Yeah. And then, uh, at the same time, uh, JB's like, nah, bro, we gotta go to that museum. Right. And they're both not necessarily correct. No. You know, but they have a really nice song, uh, Dude, I Miss You. (laughs) I totally fucking miss you. Yeah. But, uh, and they decide to work together to steal the Pick of Destiny again. Which they do. And, uh, they meet a character by, uh, played by Tim Robbins. Uh, you know, Howard the Duck, Tim Robbins. Not Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Hungry. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, they meet a character played by Tim Robbins, uh, that, you know, gives JB the directions on how to break in and steal the Pick of Destiny. But, uh, it turns out it's very Jafar and Aladdin. Where, like, he was just doing that so he wouldn't have to go in there and risk his life. And, uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, where, like, he just comes at them with the knife and he's like, come over here, I'm gonna stab you. And they both just look at each other and he's like, no, no. you're gonna stab us. <laughs> and then, yeah, he ends up taking a, br- uh, taking the, taking the blame for the, um, for the breakout later. And they end up in a car chase for a completely arbitrary reason. <laughs> just because KG was a little... Uh, it is Jack Black's fault. It is JB's fault that they're in the car chase. Because, you know, brilliant foreshadowing. He knocks out one of the brake lights, one of the tail lights, yeah. uh, with a rock when he sees uh, KG leaving. But uh, brilliant little piece of foreshadowing there. But they end up going on this huge car chase. Uh, they end up... You know, completely destroying the car. That their friend is watching on television. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's watching his, his fucking car get they, they Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of that situation, by the way. They they just, like, where they blow up the car, but they, like, hide in the, the sewers at the last second. <laughs> which is a freaking brilliant way. And here's my thing about this entire movie. the The quest is completely arbitrary. They, at the end of the movie... Don't even use the fucking They don't use the pick. They fight over it, and they end up breaking it. You know, and Satan gets his hands back on it, but they never use the pick of destiny. Nope, not once. The entire fucking movie was for moot. So instead, we end the movie on a high note, in which uh, they take uh, Satan's horn and... uh, The bong of destiny. The bong of destiny, yes. So it went from... One extreme to another. Okay. Did they ever pay rent? Probably not. No, they probably didn't. We're going to get the sequel to this movie. They they probably just let their landlord smoke on some of that dank, and uh, yeah, that's their rent. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, 
Do you boys have any final thoughts on Tenacious D? Uh, it's great. Band's great. Soundtrack's great. Everything's great. Basically. Oh, and also, apparently, the song Boss" is the tribute? That's... Realistically, that's the song they're singing about in tribute. Right, yeah. Which, tribute, has gained some notoriety in TikTok recently. Because of Jack Black doing his Yes, so... Rounding out our Jack Black retrospective series, <laughs> why don't we rank the the three three that we've seen? Yeah, the three that we've seen. Where'd it go? Thank you, uh, Bernie, Nacho Libre, and Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. For me, I would really have to think long and hard, but I still feel like I want to put Nacho Libre as my number one. And maybe this one, number two, Bernie. Bernie is really good. Don't get me wrong. I know Bobby has been uh, uh, talking my ear off about Bernie for years. Yes. But also, I feel like this is prime Jack Black. Yeah. Tenacious D is like the Jack Black movie. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, his character is literally named Jack Black. This is the story of how Jack Black meets Kyle Gass. Allegedly. Allegedly, that's how it happened. But, uh, yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, this is probably peak Jack Black. Yeah. I definitely put this one number one. Probably Bernie 2 and Natural Libre 3. But really? But they're really close. Okay. Yeah, my, my views kind of mirror Walter's. Like, Ooh. like, like, I, I know, it's fucking weird to me, too, but, like, I, I like a good Jack Black movie where he can play Jack Black, but it was also nice to see him play a semi-serious role. Okay. I say semi-serious because, like, you know, Jack Black, Matthew McConaughey, um, I, I could go on about the, uh, about the, uh, other guests in the film, such as, uh, Matthew McConaughey's mom. Um, right. The fact that. of the matter is, like, it, it's a serious story, but the movie wasn't very serious. Right, right. Um, I think we missed the deleted scene in Pick of Destiny where um, uh, Bernie shoots an... Uh, fuck. <laughs> where JB shoots an old woman in the back 40 t- uh, four times with a repeater. I mean, at the end of the day, can we blame him? Yes! <laughs> Just leave the situation! Walter. This is why we don't take you out in public. Oh my god. Because I would shoot someone in the back four times for being fucking annoying. That, or, like, you know, you'll just write really bad, fairly odd parents fan fiction. God damn it. You're the one who brought that up, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, boys, um, you know, why don't we do some closing segments? Uh, Baking Corner. We actually had a baking corner this week. Yes. I what it was was a chocolate pie. It was supposed to be a chocolate mousse, but I don't think it really got the consistency of mousse. So it was a chocolate pie with an Oreo crust, homemade whipped cream with uh Andy's mints broken on top. It was phenomenal. Uh-huh. It was very good. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh so anything 
you guys uh, have seen since, I guess, the last time we did this segment. Uh, I binged the entirety of The Good Place. Nice. Did it get better after whatever season I stopped at? I think I stopped at, like, season two. It was honestly a very steady, just incline okay. in quality. It, honestly, you should pick it back up, because it it, it's a pretty good show. I, I might, I might. Yeah. Uh, um, continue, Walter, by all means. Sorry, sorry, I thought you were done. Walter, shut the fuck up. Bobby, finish your thing. No, no, no. No, no, no Bobby, 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 Bobby. Walter, for the love of God, say something. I recently started a watch of uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So, Bobby, what were you saying? Um, I started watching uh, the new Netflix original anime series, High Rise Invasion. Oh, yeah? It's uh, it's uh, pretty good. Like, um, for, for those of you listening who actually watch anime, uh, think of it as like a Angel Beats crossed with Battle Royale situation uh, with a little bit of Gantz. I didn't understand a single word you just said. No. Oh, I'm sorry for for like the two listeners out there that the the that's an actually big if for the maybe two listeners out there that actually listen to the show and understand what I'm talking about. Good for you. Good for you. You're better than Walter. All right, boys. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it for us today. Uh, you know, thanks for everybody who made it through the episode. Um, Hope you guys liked it. We had a real fun with this time, with uh, with this movie this time, and uh, you know, hope to see you in the next the next movie, uh, which we will discuss what it is later. Apparently, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out eventually. All right, any closing words, boys? Don't be a dick. Yeah, Walter. Tiny hands. Good night, everybody. Fuck you.